Welcome to another episode of the Marketing and Cupcakes podcast. I hope you caught that wonderful intro music. Now we have a sound engineer, Brandon. So shout out to Brandon. We got you got John Sertino, who I like to call the Godfather radio ads, and really overall great marketer. And John, I just want you to know a lot of the listeners are absolutely loving the content that you're putting up. They think you're really, really smart, and I do too. So I just wanted to let you know that's the kind of feedback we're getting. How are you doing, John? Good, Michael. How are you today? I'm doing great. So today we got to talk about market size and need. Yet another thing that you taught me about that gave me so much clarity when it comes to marketing. I know I was out there just putting out messages, putting out messages, hoping, hoping, hoping something would, something would bite. And then you said to me, Mike, have you ever really considered the market size for this one? And is there really a need for it? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? So like, so that today, John, I want you to break that down because I know that's going to be a breakthrough for a lot of businesses, small, medium, and even big businesses could kind of learn something from this. So I want to just talk about that, John. Do you want to, you want to take over and tell us about market size and eat and what, what that means? Sure, Michael. First, I learned this at the Vermont Teddy Bear Company. I thought I was going to uh, make money on a teddy bear cart selling teddy bears. I might have said this before, but the teddy bear market is very, very, very small. I didn't realize that. I just thought I was going to make the best bears in the world and people were just going to buy them. As it turned out, I made really ugly chairs and nobody was buying <laughs> I can show you one later. But I learned a lot on how to make bears and I learned the process and I learned the production process and all those kinds of things, which is good. I um, So on the teddy bear card, I... I considered myself going to Teddy Bear University. I learned all about other people's teddy bears. I sold all the bears, the good bears from other companies. And I learned, and their bears used to sell really quickly. The two big companies at the time were North American and Gun. And every anytime I bought those bears, and I would resell them immediately because they were just beautiful. And they were fun looking. I tried to make my bears more like them. But then as hard as I tried, they were so much better at making it. They were making their bears in like China, Korea, in any place else in the world, but not in the United States. So I sold my bears to stores like Macy's, Lord & Taylor, big department stores, FAO Schwartz, which I think is still around, I'm not sure. And I put my bears in the store and was really excited to get orders, but the problem was when you sell to a retail store, you really just basically, they're giving you space on the shelf and you have to sell those, whatever you're doing yourself. I don't care what business you're in. If you, if you think you're wholesaling to anything, all a wholesaler is doing is saying, okay, I'll put your stuff in my store. I'll put your stuff in my catalog. But if it doesn't sell, I'm not going to pay. Right? So I, I kept banging my head against the wall on that market. I set up a, sales representatives at all the big markets in the United States. Sales reps are really important for anybody who, uh, whatever business you're in, you can hire a sales rep. I don't care what it is if you've got a product. Sales rep go, goes into places and, and, and tries to sell you a product or service. I had sales reps, literally, you know, hundreds of them throughout the United States. And the most I ever got my sales up to were $450,000. But when I was on the teddy bear part, what I learned, I started selling bear grams. And a bear gram is something for Valentine's Day where, especially, you know, I'm a man, 
you were mad, right, Mike? I, I believe I am. Vendor <laughs> <laughs> so, really like we're not. There's a lot of characteristics about men and women, and they're all true. The, the most important day of a year for a man, if you're in love with somebody, is Valentine's Day. Now, a lot of men will say, oh, my wife doesn't want something. My girlfriend doesn't need it. They're a foolish man, all right? Because men will do anything to get away from buying anything. They just don't want to buy a gift. So I said, let's just, what? No, I agree. It's true, right? Yeah. And so uh, I started selling bear grabs on a radio station in um, Burlington, Vermont, which was a, a top 40 station, a very popular station. And it was an expensive station because the market was small. Vermont, um, the total population of Vermont is, I don't think it's still, it might be 700,000. It's the second small state in union population-wise outside of Wyoming. Um, but anyways, I was selling bear grams on the radio. And basically what I did is I, I, I you know, wrote a nice message and put a bear in a, in a, a beautiful bag we decorated the bag, put ribbons on it, and delivered it to <laughs> the ugly bears I was making. We delivered them to people, or like girlfriends, moms, daughters, and things like that. Um, 645,000 Vermont as of 2021. It's amazing, right? Yeah. That's why all he has one congressman in the whole state. There's two senators and one congressman. Wow. Yeah, right? So I was doing these bear grams and it was kind of fun, you know, I was, but the only, the only time of the year you were talking about profit and loss statements, really the only time of the year I was making any money was on Valentine's Day. The rest of the year I was losing money. I was making enough money to feed my family and pay my mortgage and things like that. But I was, I was, I was running a bad business. So my board says to me, after they already put in six hundred, uh, after they already put in four hundred fifty thousand dollars, we had a we had a factory, we had really you know, equipment, sewers, all that kind of stuff. They said, John, we're gonna fold this company up, but we're gonna give you one more chance. We want you to take this paragraph idea, and run with it. So I said, okay. They said we're gonna give you fifty grand, and I took the fifty grand and I advertised it on the biggest radio station in America, uh, in New York City. Um, Z100, and I started selling my bear grams. First of all, I, I don't tell lies, so I couldn't say truth. But true story, I I was at the station when the ad went off, right? And right afterwards, I tried to call my office, and I couldn't get through for about a half an hour. Wow. So I finally get through, and I go, what's going on? They go, get off the phone. I go, why? And I go, they go, because our phones are ringing through the, through the roof. We're selling bears like crazy. And I'm going, uh, What? And they go, we need more people. We need more salespeople. We need people to answer the phones. And so I go, okay, start hiring people. All of a sudden, one person um, who was working for us was a, was a student, like a senior at a lo local high school. And she brought in some other students. And we just started hiring people like crazy to answer the phones. And then we you know, made up a, a box and we called them barograms. And the cool thing about the box was I poked a hole in every box so the bears could breathe, right? I love that part. So what happened is I went from 400, about $425,000 in sales 
to the year we we went from making teddy bears to making gifts. And that's the difference of understanding market and market size. Teddy bear might have been total 200 grand in the United States, maybe 300 grand. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not like, it's not a, it's not something that people buy all the time. You know, it's not, it's not on anybody's mind. Now I was making bears, so they were on my mind all the time. But once I turned them into gifts, I could not sell enough bears. So I went from basically on the verge of bankruptcy to having so much money on Valentine's Day. And I go, wow, this is great. So buy for Valentine's Day. So, you know, I the one holiday that I figured out, right? The next big holiday was Mother's Day. Again, sensitive guys buy their mother's president presents, but you know, a lot of women buy mother's presents. Women, you know, Mother's Day is a big gift giving day. Mm-hmm. Big for me is Valentine's Day. So uh, the topic is market size, need. So the teddy bear market may, might have been 500. The gift market at the time I got into it was about 6 billion. My how wow. the gift market today might be up to 15 billion. Um, you know, you throw everything in there. So I went from a tiny, 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 tiny market to a huge market. And I sold my gifts on days where. I made it easy for people to buy a gift. So I don't care what business you're in, you know, whatever service you're in, whatever, you know, product you're selling, you're, you need to be good at that product or service, but then you need to think outside of that and think about the market size. Now I know Michael, you're, uh, you're big in the Springfield area. Your market is very small in Springfield. Yep. You have a lot of great skills. I mean, you could you could apply your skills to bigger markets. I'm not talking Hartford, but you know you could apply what you're doing to much bigger markets. And so, if you want to make if you want to make in your business, which everybody does, a lot of money, you need to take a look at the market size you're going in. I agree, one thousand. That's actually funny you said that. That's one of the things I'm working on right now is is how to how to get into into um, bigger markets because right now Springfield is a tertiary market and I want to be playing this game in, in primary markets. Yep. Yeah, you might think a bigger market might be Albany, but Albany's not a big market. You know, there are only ten big markets in the United States, and each one is distinctly different. They're they they all have the same traditional marketing. Same traditional marketing uh, venues like radio, television, print, that kind of stuff. But uh, at the same time, if you're good at the internet side, they all have that side too. But they're a much bigger market. One thing about New York City, which um, anyone who lives there knows anything about New York, people don't people don't like to go someplace and buy something because it's so hard to get from one place to another. Thing. Yep. yep. So they like to buy for convenience. Plus their time is, I mean, I don't think there's any city that people were always, 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 always doing something. You know, they're always like working. You take Los Angeles and, you know, people are stuck on the freeway and they start work at 10 o'clock, you know, and if you don't get back on the freeway before 
two o'clock, you're stuck on the freeway. So um, it's a completely, it's a huge market. But you think about what the people in that market is doing. So that's the, uh, that's the, that's basically it. You know, you got to think about market size and need. LA has, LA also doesn't want to get in a car and go and buy something. But they're also much more laid back. You go to an LA hotel and it's completely different than a New York City hotel. I don't know how to explain it, but LA hotels, they just don't, they don't think the same way New Yorkers do. The, the vibe's different. The pace is different. Everything is people. It's, you know, you, it's, it's so funny that you say that because I always think about it, think about it in, in terms of speed because, you know, I, I grew up in the Bahamas, so things move like really slow there, right? It's like super laid back, super chill. And then to experience like a Boston or LA or a New York, New York is like the fastest paced thing ever. Like, I mean, you blink, you miss up. And then, <laughs> and then even Atlanta, Atlanta is, is, is another decent sized market, but the people are different and the way they, the way they move is different. How they, their, their, their uh, overall being is different. So you're right. Every market, you have to kind of immerse yourself in the market to understand like what you need to do in each market to, 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 to do business. And that brings up a really great point about the challenge of in, the challenge of internet marketing too, because, and this is why internet marketing is so much based on like problem solution. And then just, it's, it's super emotional marketing because bigger. So if you, if you, what you did at that radio station in Vermont, um, putting that message in front of those guys, putting that message in front of those guys on the internet and telling them they could have that teddy bear shipped in 24 hours, that'll create a whole nother frenzy. So that's why I always, I, I, I love market size and need because when you create marketing from that standpoint, just, just thinking market size and need, it makes your common sense level kick up a whole nother notch. And then you, and you can test it really quick. I, I love how you said the, the teddy bear market to you might've been like a $500,000 market, but then you go into the billions by just making a simple shift. You're selling the same product, but you sh you're shifting who you're selling it to. And that's that, that's always been like a key for me. Like even when, when I teach at the market and the cupcakes events, I always say your marketing should be something that someone could use now or save for later or bring to someone who could use now or save for later. So sometimes you, you might be marketing to a smaller market but if you just shift the, the person who you market, maybe you say you market into entrepreneurs, the entrepreneur, the entrepreneur market may be small, but if you, if you start uh, marketing to entrepreneurs, uh, family members or spouses to get something for the entrepreneur, then now, now it opens up a whole nother, another can of worms. But I think a lot of people miss that, John. I think sometimes when, when, when um, entrepreneurs are business people, they get so locked in on they think that buying persona is, and they and they really just go too small in their niche. Because you got to always remember, there's there's you selling to those people or looking to sell to those people, and then hundreds of thousands of other people looking to sell to those people. So you want to open the market up to give yourself a much better opportunity to convert a, a browsing top buyer. Right. One last thing, Michael, before we add, if if there's any of your listeners who are into gifts okay which pretty much every business is into gifts i don't care if you're selling automobiles or haircuts or beauty salon things everyone does gifts there's 
there four or five basic gift reasons. The biggest reason to give someone a gift is guess. Uh, birthday? Birthday, number one. Boom. And you, if you think like that, then you change what it is that you're selling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think is number two? My guess would be Christmas. No. Oh, in my case, it was love. Got it. Uh, okay. My Christmas sales were zero. I mean, I couldn't write because they got so many other options. Everyone, yeah. Every, you know, Christmas, what do you do at Christmas? You go to the store. You got a routine down. You're already set. And and you normally get that person to think the exact thing that they want. You're not able to control what you're getting them. Right. I couldn't break into the gift market. I just, at, at Christmas time. So birthday, love, and love, I would include Mother's Day and Valentine's Day, right? Okay. Right. There's graduation. Mm-hmm. Huge gift day. You know, pretty much everybody knows somebody's graduating at some level sometime, you know? True. And, you know, you want to give them something nice. And so if I was to give my granddaughter a graduation gift, I'm not... But for many reasons, I'm not sending my granddaughters teddy bears anymore. But if I was sending teddy bears, I would send them a teddy bear with like money, you know, and they would love the teddy bear. You could send me one of those too, John. All right. <laughs> no, all right. No, but those are it's basic holiday. It's basic gift days. You know, anniversary. Anniversary is a big day just for the two people that are in love, but it's still a day for people who celebrate anniversaries. No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. You know, I I, I, would, I want to add this. Even for me with standardchuck.com, like people send like a grand opening. They'll, they'll buy someone, their friend is starting a business, they'll buy them ads on the, on the truck. And wow. so we, we, we put together a package where we'll write a story about the business to go along with the ads. And, you know, basically that's the only time we give that package away for 500 bucks is if someone's buying it as a gift for their friend that's opened a business or like their grand opening, like, or whatever. Even sometimes past the grand opening, like, you know, hey, can I, can I buy some ad time for my friend? You know, she started a business. I want to help her out. So we, we, we do see that as well. I mean, so that's the, that's the cool thing about the gift market. Like you could package your thing as a gift, no matter what, you can be a photographer and, and, and create a gift package. Like, okay, you know, so-and-so is graduating. Here's our graduation package. You purchase this and I'll, and we, we call and set them up. Let them know it's a gift from you. It's almost like a photogram, right? Whatever you could, you could just a gram anything if you, if you creative enough and then put some really good marketing behind it and, and do well. So that's, that's market size and need um, in a nutshell. We're going to, as I always do, I'm going to write an article about this posted on the website along with this podcast. And once again, I always like to end this way. And oh, oh and shout out again. I hear that new, that new outro music. So shout the breath. <laughs> with time, time is the most valuable commodity. So thank you for spending some time with us. John and Mike, Marketing the Cupcakes podcast. Till the next episode, continue working on your business. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,
Thank you.